are officially recording. Come one, come all to the Untrained Eye Podcast. You're already here, so I don't know why I'm barking at you. It's Beth and DJ here for another action-packed episode. Definitely recorded way before the night before. It's going to be released 100%. Go to at Untrained iPod on Instagram and Twitter, and I'll prove it by putting up a meme that says as much. Just kidding. You went there and saw a meme that said we waited until the night before. That's why we're doing this intro. Uh, you can <laughs> yeah. almost procrastination expert level. Expert level. AKA, oh, yeah, let's see. How procrastination are we? It is 821. Oh, we got this. In the PM on Monday night. Uh, Email us, untrainedipod at gmail.com slash the internet, and you'll be there. Um, I think that's it for introing. Beth. Yes. Sup, girl. Sup. You still... uh, Something about th- referencing Thanksgiving. Hey, Beth, Thanksgiving reference. I'm confused. This is some was... kind of quiz. <laughs> like... I don't know. I feel like people... Turkey. Talk... We never talk about the... <laughs> Yams. Yams, son. Greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes. I feel like the that we never talk about the... You name it. I will not. You name it. I just said no. Uh, I feel like we never talk about the holiday, what is happening. Like, we didn't talk about Halloween. Hey, I tried to talk about Thanksgiving probably How a, so? a couple weeks before, and you're like, we're just talking about food now. Yeah. No one wants to be like, hey, uh, yams? What is any? What is even a yam? Is it a tuber? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is it like a tuber? Of some kind. Like, are yams different than sweet potatoes? I don't know or care. I mean, we did have a good sweet potato souffle. Our brother-in-law made it. Yeah, and that is the only way to eat it is so sugared out that it doesn't even taste like a plant anymore. It just tastes like something candied. It was really good. Yeah, it was really good. I ate the last of it today. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. <laughs> All right, um, so you're the captain of this ship this week. So oh, is that right? Heck yeah, man. What do you got for us? Mm, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't expecting it to be like that. I quit. Well, then take off those headphones so I can talk some smack about you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys cannot believe what he does when no one's around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I play Spider-Man all the time now. Yeah. So, we watched, you might know this, you might have heard, Beth, we watched Black Klansman. Whoa, that movie was crazy, son. (laughs) Yeah, that was a crazy movie. It was pretty good, but, like, movies like that now just make me, like, on edge the whole time. I'm like, I don't know, because you just know something bad's gonna happen. Uh, Yeah, but you didn't know exactly what and I, I don't know. That movie, uh, I didn't realize it, but was based on that guy's Ron Stallworth's memoirs. So that was a true story. It was. I know at the beginning it said, for real, for real. Uh, for real, for <laughs> real. Uh, n- not all of it was true. Like the last third of it was for dramatic effect. 
And comeuppance. <laughs> and comeuppance. Um, but, and the guy, his partner that like infiltrated the KKK, like he never, his, uh, what's the word? Cover. Yeah. Or his real identity was never, he never gave his real identity just because they were like, hmm. What if the KKK does decide Like, when to... they did the movie, he didn't? Yeah, ever. Like, in the memoir or any... Like, he never gave up his partner, because I guess his partner didn't want to be uh, outed in any way. Well, yeah, because they could go after you. Because, uh, like we saw, like, spoiler alert, at the end of the movie, uh, they showed some scenes from real life that proved that that kind of thing's still going on, and it's scary. So, if you don't know what uh, Black Klansman is, by the way, can I just say, I, I realized after this, watching this movie, that um, everyone always talks, like, I feel like the, like the only, like, quirky mainstream director that anyone ever talks about is Quentin Tarantino. Like, everyone hangs on every movie he ever makes. Uh, but Spike Lee is... I think if everyone is not equally hanging on every movie that he makes, they definitely should be, uh, because it's, I, I mean, whatever. If if Quentin Tarantino can make movies where it's just one long conversation, you can watch a Spike Lee movie <laughs> and like it. Uh, but, so, what does it say? American biographical comedy drama film. I would say light on the comedy, heavy on the drama. Because I, there were some funny parts, but I, yeah, I would like say I, it was more dramatic than. Because I told you after the universe. movie, like my chest was tight the whole time. Like I felt like I was gonna explode or have a heart attack the whole time. I was just like, uh, yeah, this is. I look like these people that are doing these terrible things, but like and saying these horrific things. But just because of that doesn't mean that you should feel like bad or guilty or whatever because you you don't do those things. Like I feel like you're the type of person that would try to make sure that that doesn't happen. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know how I would other than being like, this isn't cool, bro. <laughs> not going to the well. By the way, I don't know if you. Well, he was infiltrating them. But, like, you can't just, like, I don't... And how would you accidentally show up and be like, Hey, guys, I just came here to hang out. And like, oh, we're the KKK. <laughs> like, oh, well, I still want a beer, but I don't want to be a racist, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they met at a bar the first time. That's why I said a beer. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but, like, the premise of the movie is that a black guy, like... Says the first... It says the first... African-American detective in Colorado Springs uh, sets out to infiltrate and expose the local chapter of the KKK. Yeah. And by the way, can I tell you how hypocritical I am? Uh, I really like this guy who played Ron Stallworth very much. And do you want to know an interesting fact about him? What? Other than the fact that he was one of the, one of the kids in Malcolm X, the movie Malcolm I am X. I Malcolm X. Uh... His first and middle name... Was or, that also a Spike Lee movie? I don't know, but uh, do you remember who starred in that movie, Malcolm X? Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. He and He was, was like, Malcolm X. He was Malcolm <laughs> X. I've never seen that movie, but... <laughs> At the end, they all, like a whole bunch of kids say that. Well, I think one of the kids that did it, he couldn't help, uh, Denzel Washington couldn't help but get his own son, 
Jonathan David Washington into that movie to be one of the kids saying, I am Malcolm X. I assume that's what he said. Like I said, I've never seen the movie. And that kid grew up to be Black Klansman. That guy is Denzel Washington's son? Yep. So clearly, I like... I like what the Washingtons have to do after all. <laughs> ah, you've come around. That's crazy. I would have never guessed that. I mean, he's a good actor, but... Yeah, I liked him a lot. He seemed like he'd be fun to hang out with, just in general. Yeah. He seemed like a real fun guy. He's a fun guy. <laughs> Any babies listening to the Chris D'Elia podcast, will congratulations, will understand. Yeah. Anyone like, else? I'm sorry for your loss. I just started listening to that and like it's so funny. <laughs> like you are you are the perfect uh podcast listener for stuff like that because I have been listening to Chris Delia for a while now. I'd say probably <laughs> over a year. And you finding him is hilarious because you went through it the same way I did. Like you heard one and you were like, this is hilarious. And then just started going through the back catalog and just... Uh, listeners out there, I don't know if you know what it's like to have all of these jokes that you can tell no one. And then suddenly the person you live with, just like <laughs> out of nowhere, just starts saying all of these quote unquote inside <laughs> jokes. And you're like, oh, what? Huh? I can't believe it. I am a fun guy. <laughs> uh Oh, yeah. Like, la, 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 problem, problem. <laughs> All right. Now we're just doing his show. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. Black Kaka Klansman. I only say Black Kaka because there's three Ks in it. Yeah. And so there's it's... no space between Black and Klansman. <laughs> yeah, because he wanted to put the KKK in there. <clears throat> we saw another movie also. Well, I did. I yeah, saw, you saw most some of it. Or no, I saw some of it. Sorry. I saw all of it. Um, but somebody got a call from their friend and couldn't finish this romantic movie with me. I didn't know it was gonna be. I thought I didn't know what I thought it was gonna be. Crazy Rich Asians, like I didn't know it was a romance. Yeah, it was a romance, and like, um, like I think that was the first like Asian like, uh, what is it like Western all Asian Asian cast or whatever. Yeah, like a a westernized romance. Or whatever, but I don't know. I thought that was a really, really good movie. Like, I thought Aquafina was. I thought she was like the not only like the star of the movie, but the uh, like like setting the tone of what that movie was. That's why I didn't think it was a romantic comedy. Yeah, but like her role in the movie was as a comedian, so it was pretty funny. But like at at the end of the movie, I freaking cried because (laughs) I was like, it's so. <laughs> and like play this song and uh, see if you can recognize it okay you have to plug it all in um what was guy. it yeah aquafina she reminds me of a uh uh a female good-looking dr kim <laughs> dr kim wasn't he in the movie he was <laughs> oh yeah she was his daughter in the movie <laughs> oh was that it's supposed to be his daughter yeah that's hilarious i thought so yeah because when I saw him, I was like, oh, are you getting ready to play it? Yeah, but I need to turn it up a little, I think. Well, you turn it up, and then I'll turn it up. And then we'll all have turned it up before ye. Okay, so at the end of the movie, like I was like, oh my god, everything's coming together. And like mm-hmm. crying my eyes out. And then I realized what song was playing in the background. And I was like, no wonder. <laughs> so 
that's in Asian or Chinese. Oh, is this yellow? It is yellow <laughs> by Coldplay, but um, the Asian version of it. Chinese version. Yeah. Play it. Man, I don't know if this is picking up at all. Oh, really? Did you turn it all the way up? No. Oh, why not? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, take two. Good God. I'm I cannot sorry. Really, No, you let me worry about the volumes. You turn it all why the way up. Why didn't it know that's how it works? <laughs> Good grief, woman. Like, why wouldn't it? I don't understand. Did you, do you have, do you have all it the way, all the way up? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. You know I'm not gonna have no time to edit this, right? I'm for everyone whose ears just got blasted. I apologize. <laughs> well, sorry guys, I goofed it because I just wanted. And if you could hear it both times or neither time, then I'm sorry. But like we already said, it was yellow, but the Asian version of it, Chinese. <laughs> All right, we're taking it back to old Chinatown. Yeah, but um, like when I think it's John Woo or let me find out who it is. The guy from uh, Harold and Kumar. Maybe it's John Chu. John Chu is that guy from Harold and Kumar. I think. Oh, at first I said Woo, and then you said it's one of them. It's it's John, John Chu. Um, at first, whenever they asked Coldplay if they could use that song. They said no. That's hilarious. <laughs> because I think they um, had done something else that had to do with like China or like Asians and it didn't really go over too well. So people say that he's, they said no at first because they didn't want to be involved with something that was going to flop. Um, but then uh, John Chu, who was the director of that movie, wrote a letter to the band like explaining like how... Um, yellow has always had like a negative connotation for him um, until he heard their song and then it gave like a beautiful spin on it and just seeing the video um, like just kind of gave him and his friends an anthem and so he he wrote that he wanted it to be like um, in a climactic part of the movie and also like like I don't, I don't know. Like watching the movie and then hearing the song, even, even though it's different than uh, we normally hear it, it really did like hit the right notes. And so I don't think any other song really would have fit. So was that supposed to be like the director? Which, by the way, I completely got it wrong. Uh, unless John Chu or Wu was the Chu, guy. John M. Chu, I think, uh, is the guy. It's so not, I don't think it's the guy like, from Harold and Kumar. I think you're probably right. Um, <laughs> want to fight about it? Want to fight. No, um, was he saying that like uh, Yellow had a bad connotation because of people being racist to him? Yeah, like because that's like a slur for Asian folks. Um, by the way, that was one crazy part about the, I didn't even like, because we've watched, by the way, Good Call. Because we had Black Klansmen and Crazy Rich Asians 
and I didn't really, I didn't know what I thought about Crazy Rich Asians. Like, I didn't know if I was going to be into it or not. But you were like, we need to watch Black Klansmen first and then Crazy Rich Asians just in case we need a palate cleanser. <laughs> and I was like, whatever, we need to watch Crazy Rich Asian first. No, we needed that one second. Because, yeah. my God. But uh, at the be- very beginning of the movie, like, they flash back to 1995. And then immediately people are being racist to them in America. Right. To that. And I'm like, is this the thing? Are we just racist to everyone? <laughs> like, these people, like, they're dressed nice. They just came out of the rain. And they went into a nice hotel. And the guy's like, well, we don't have your reservation. Maybe go to Chinatown. <laughs> yeah, he said that. And I was like, is this supposed yeah. to be real? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, not just black people or Mexicans or whatever feel the wrath, I guess, of racism. I mean, I I can uh I can officially say that I was part of having felt racism towards me because I found out that people used to hate Italians. Oh, yeah. So, um we can talk about that in a second. But what, like I just want Italians. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> that didn't sound like anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but like after he wrote that letter to the band, then they uh let him use it and it turned out pretty magical. So like yeah. I would recommend seeing that movie if you haven't seen it. Uh and if you like romantic movies. I liked it. <laughs> Uh, maybe we can rent it again, but this time on Amazon or something. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't know. I did have a little bit of wine and I was watching <laughs> it alone. <laughs> uh, so, and that song means a lot to me because it's like, that song is one of the main reasons I started liking Coldplay because like, uh, when I was in my youth, my teenage years, um, and I used to smoke, <laughs> Cigarettes? No. Illegal cigarettes. <laughs> Jazz cigarettes. Jazz yeah. cigarettes. Yeah. Like I um like I remember one night me and my boyfriend like walked around the block or whatever to smoke those jazz cigarettes. And then when we came back, like that song Yellow was playing and like I was freaking mesmerized by it. Um, I'm sure the jazz cigarettes enhanced it, but I think <laughs> that is always true with music. Like I don't smoke them now um but like when i did like that's what i like to do the most like just listen to music dude when i when they finally legalize pot here in florida it's gonna be one cool day because i'm gonna go to my favorite spotify station and turn on the most French hip hop you've ever heard in your life. And yeah, I'm that sounds lay cool, on the actually. Floor and just be high and watch the ceiling fan and listen to French people go, blah, 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 blah. Too Baguette. <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> I mean, we already listened to some like French rap, and it's actually really. It's good, really good, even though we have no idea what they're saying. But that's why. It's like anything like that that has words that you can't understand is really good to like... I like to draw and listen to stuff like that because there's nothing to like pay attention to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can just have it going on and it's not just uh, instrumentals. There's actually someone saying something, but... 
you're not like uh, married to the words, so you're not like, oh, I'm going to get lost in the words and not do the thing I'm trying to focus on. You're just like, oh, I can hear this cool thing and just keep going. Yeah, but I don't know. I like singing along. I don't, I usually don't know the words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, um, like, do you remember, I don't know if they still play it because you don't listen to the radio as much, but like on Friday or Saturday nights, they would play. The Quiet Storm. <laughs> not the, that was on like Sunday, I think. Uh, <laughs> no, but it would be like party music. And then there was like Spanish, uh, what is it? Like, not reggaeton, but. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, but like some like some of the Spanish songs would come on and like you would sing it even though you have no idea if you're even. Oh, yeah. Uh, talking about gasolina or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like I was trying to think of what song um, that I used to sing it all the time and I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> we hate white people so like, much. Bom, bom, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it was fun though. I don't. <laughs> I think you know what's funny is like <laughs> I think I like French hip hop more because it is some dudes that just you know what they look like and they try and sound so mean and you're like you're speaking in French and you probably weigh a hundred pounds and you're six feet tall. Get out of my face. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> But I mean, do you think that French people actually live up to that stereotype of being, being like, hard? super rude? Uh, I don't know. I don't know about being hard, but rude. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Americans do a pretty good job of it, so I'm sure French people can be pretty great at being rude. But Americans seem like rude in a different way, just by like being obnoxious, because <laughs> they're like, "Everything's for me." <laughs> Yeah, I could see. I, I mean, I, from what I've been told of French people, that's their mo. They're like, "We appreciate uh, baguettes. <laughs> Why do you only know baguettes? We only call them fries here." <laughs> <laughs> Are we being racist against? French it's people? not possible. I've heard. I've been told on the internet that you can't be racist to white people. So, but that is not true. Uh, the internet told me it is true. That's so. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's, uh, it's true because I heard it on the internet. Can't put it on the internet if it's not true. I hate that because that's making it okay to be mean to anyone. Like that's not okay. You sure? Seems like it's okay. White people were mean for a long time, so. Well, not all of them. All of them. <laughs> not all of them. I had uh, someone, uh, like, around the time that Daisy died, Aww. like, somebody was... Uh, our sainted pooch. Our sainted dog. Our sainted canine. Uh, somebody was trying to tell me on Facebook, I, I don't remember what it was, but th basically it ended with, you know, you can't be racist to white people. And I was like... I don't think that's right. I think you actually can, in fact, be racist to white people. Or like, if you... <laughs> I don't know. It's. <clears throat> I was just in a weird state of mind anyway uh, because of the dog, but I was just like extra, like, what Edgy. are you talking about? Yeah, I was a total edgelord, bro. Yeah, I mean, everyone should treat everyone with respect until they do something to make you not respect them. And it shouldn't be about the way they look. Like say some dumb nonsense like you can't be racist to someone. Yeah. Because they look away. Like, hey, isn't that racist? No. 
No. <laughs> it's not. I was just concerned. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's just stupid because, like, just stop. <laughs> and you no, know, said everyone collectively. Like, one thing <laughs> in that movie, The Black Klansman, that uh, I think we talked about for a minute was there's a scene where this guy and lady are, like, in bed and they're, like, talking about, like, killing black people. Man, and how they've been, like, waiting for this day and they can't <laughs> And they're, like, it's super excited here. about it. Like, what? You don't have anything else going on in your life? You know, I was, it's funny because I was thinking about that scene and you talking about it yesterday and the only... And finding out that that was, like, a, a memoir or based on the memoir of that guy. And it made me... It gave me some solace to know that that scene was put in there also for dramatic effect. Because there's no possible way they, they could knew know that. <laughs> that that was happening, uh, but it doesn't didn't seem so out of place that you were like, "Hey, this seems a little over the top." <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure that kind of thing does happen, but again, like, well, like you don't have anything else to do besides sit around and worry and hate on other people. <laughs> like, get a hobby that doesn't involve violence or hatred. Get a job. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Take pride in your work. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, my cross burns the longest. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Yeah, and that's I don't some... understand, too. Like, what what is the point of picking crosses? Like, doesn't that seem kind of sacrilegious? Picking? You mean burning? Like, to burn them, to... yeah. Like, Maybe I mean, a... I get why you would do it, because it would make a big fire or whatever. And But is that like how they burn? probably easy to make. Is that like how they burn a man at Burning Man, burning him in death? No, that looks like it will be hard to make. But, I mean, like, they're burning... You know what? I've heard of Google before. <laughs> but have you ever used it? Have you ever to the Googled? I feel like Googling Why Do They Burn Crosses is going to bring up... Uh, that song? Uh-huh. <laughs> From Rage Against the Machine? Uh, no, I was thinking of the Rage Against the, Against the Machine. What did I say? Range. I didn't mean to. You know, the band about I stoves. I did not say range. They, they get their stovetops and they're now like... Now you're just making fun of my We're accent. ranging against this machine. You don't even know what you're talking about. Cross burnings or cross lighting is a practice associated with KKK, although historic practice long predicates the clan's inception as far back as Peter of Bros who burn crosses in protest at the veneration of crosses. Wow, so I know less now than I did. I don't know what veneration means. And is this also about heritage then? Yeah. It's about heritage, not hate. Yeah, well then why are you only burning them in like other races? Yards? Heritage, not hate. I oh, hate thank it. God. I thought I picked the wrong thing. Well, guess what? I hate that. No, I just picked a what I an article that turns out it was about the KKK, but I was like, oh no, I just went to the KKK website. I have to burn this computer. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna start sending you literature. Uh, um, and then we can put it in the range. By the way, the there was a, a point in that movie too, where um, the undercover guy, the Ron Stallworth, was talking to David Duke, uh, and. He said, I, I read that um, that guy Ron said his only regret was that 
like it didn't happen like it did in the movie where at the end he was like you were talking to a black man the whole time oh yeah uh he didn't give himself away and there's room for spoiler alert uh <laughs> he what was it uh, he didn't find out, David Duke didn't find out until 2006 when that memoir came out uh, and someone uh, called him uh, to ask him, like, hello, what are your thoughts? Do you have any uh, comment on this? Did he? Uh, they didn't say, so I would imagine he said, ho. Oh. He said, love a little problem. He said, <laughs> and I quote, ho. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. Um, <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> okay, here's a fun sentence. Modern clan groups are careful to refer to their ritual as cross-lighting rather than cross-burning and insist that their fires symbolize faith in Christ. Okay, not terror. <laughs> so you should uh, run outside and be joyous if you see a cross on your yard. Burning? Lit. Yeah. Sounds uh, like a good Not burning, scene. Beth. Lit. It's oh, okay. just a lit cross. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like spin. No. No. I saw light coming off a fire once. I don't know. I don't care to Google this anymore. I feel like it's going to make me sadder than that movie. Um, Yeah. Well, let's talk about Coldplay some more. mm -hmm. So today I was listening to our good friend Bradley Brumley's podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Brad. (laughs) Um and uh, like I always listen to podcasts on Monday when I'm like working. The Coffee Buzz P.S. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> um, but thank you. Yes, the coffee buzz. Like, I always listen to, listen to them at work um, rather than when I'm at home because, like, when I'm here, like, I feel like we are interacting with each other more so than when I'm, like, pushing a pencil so I can focus on it more. So, I don't know. I get excited for Mondays. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I get to hear. Um, I usually listen to Podful of Sunshine first because... Uh, it's just really funny, like, <laughs> listening to them and just, I don't know, I like their banter. Um, and then I listened to The Coffee Buzz next. And The Coffee Buzz, like, that was a really good episode where he was talking to a DJ. Did you listen to it? I listened to, I think, the first 30 or 40 minutes of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, was, it was good. Like, one thing that they brought up, like, made me think of um, when we went to that Coldplay concert. Because mm-hmm. uh, he said and something. I thought we were going to die. <laughs> yeah. Oh, from the rappers, like, moving <laughs> yes. with everyone jumping around. Yes. Um. Well, uh, somebody, one of them brought up the Katy Perry Teenage Dream song. And it made me think of the concert because, um, like, do you remember there was a little girl that was having a birthday? Mm-hmm. And, like, Coldplay, like, brought her up on the stage. And they were like, oh, tell us what your favorite Katy Perry song is. And I don't know if she was just, like, nervous or what. But instead of telling them a Katy Perry song, she had them sing Paradise again. Yeah. Which they had (laughs) sang, like, ten minutes before that. By the way, it was hilarious because I can't imagine how much more they got paid to do that. Oh, yeah. Uh, But you could... We were so far away from them that you couldn't really make out their faces yeah but i will say this whenever that girl said paradise and chris martin turned around i could see and hear his eyes <laughs> rolling into yeah. his head like jesus kid we always play our songs please for the love of god let us play something else <laughs> yeah well and i wonder why they said katie perry because i wonder if like maybe the parent was like yeah she loves katie perry probably <laughs> 
And then she was like, Paradise. They <laughs> um, were like, Yeah, we love that song. Thanks for picking it. <laughs> yeah. But then later, like whenever we went back to our hotel, like we had went with two of um two other ladies that I work with and um like we were talking about that and I was like, if he had asked me that, I would have said teenage dream and I would have gotten all quivery. <laughs> <laughs> Because like I I love that song too because I think it's very like and it gets me in the, all jello it gets me in the feels, um, romantically and then like of course again like for the one hundredth time I love Coldplay, <laughs> <laughs> so because most of their songs get me in the feels too. So yeah, like uh, beyond that, like I thought it was a good episode too. Just listening to like what DJs go through and like, um. Like, I think, I don't remember what his guest's name was. I'm I think sorry. it was Sean. And by the way, when he was talking about, uh, I did get to the part to where he was talking about, like, trying to keep the flow going, like, during the, you know, the entirety of the party or wherever it is that you are, where you're just, like, you know, trying to keep the momentum up. And I got to tell you, I have tried to make my own little, like, fun mixes back in the day, not mm-hmm. just because my name is DJ. It's because yeah, I just, DJ, DJ. Boy, by the way, I'm Yo, sure because <laughs> that's my DJ. If I haven't said this on the show before, let me say it now. And if I have, let me say it again. If you ever meet me or anyone who goes by the name DJ and you say something along the lines of, hey, man, you ever thought about being on the radio or hey, man, what about what about? Hey, did you ever think? Hey, man. Hey, your name. You did say DJ. right? What if? What if we called you, now wait for it, a DJ DJ? That person is legally allowed to punch you in the face because you're the worst. Because everyone who I've ever met has been like, hey, man. Bet you never heard this one. Here's something you probably never heard. Heard. Hood. (laughs) Got KKK on the brain, son. Um, I'm going to have to sleep with one eye open tonight. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going (laughs) to. Oh, uh, another thing that they said, too, was, um, like, Weezer covered that Toto song, mm-hmm. Africa. But uh, did you hear they said that Toto covered Hashpipe? Uh, I did, and I haven't heard the cover. Uh, I haven't heard uh, that Toto's yet. cover yet. Yeah, like, as soon as this podcast is over, maybe we need to look that up. Because as soon as he said that, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? listen, they were brilliant to do that. Because why? I, I don't know if that was planned. That they would be like, hey, you're going to do this cover, and then we're going to cover you. Uh, but that would be... Because who cares about Africa? I love Africa? that song. Like, well, <laughs> like with the Weezer cover of it, I don't, I don't think it had much difference. Like it, like it seemed like a more subdued, or subdued version of the original. But I mean, I love Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how to say it? Rivers. Cuomo. Who knows how to say his last name? Um, I love Weezer. Like that's one of my favorite bands from like high school. Well, and they they've got a new album coming out says March of next year and uh I just listened to their new sing part of their new single Zombie Bastards and Was it good? It's it's everything. Is it poppy? Like uh, didn't we hear a song on the radio recently and we were like mm. uh, like I was like, "Oh, I thought it was good." And you were like, "Meh." <laughs> it might have been a Weezer song. Was it a Weezer song? It seemed that, like it was. Uh, you know what? No, I'm not going to play it. The okay, point is, well, is that it is in case you want to play something. It's, it's fine. It's 
I feel like Weezer got to a point and then they just stayed there. They were like, this is but fine. It was a good, a good spot to be in. Like, I like them. I mean, listen, I like more than I, more of what they've put out than don't. So I like Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I feel like all the color albums of theirs I liked. Yeah. Okay, so let's bring it back around to hating Italians. Okay, yep, I do. <laughs> I hate most Italians. That's a lie. Um, that is, in fact, not a lie. Is it? Anyone okay. who is willing to be like, anyone who offers up the information that they are Italian is not someone I want to hang out with. Are you sure about that? I'm 100% sure. Are you? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um <laughs> So I saw this Twitter feed and I wish I had like did my screenshot of it, but I forgot or I don't know, like I didn't think I would talk about it. But then I don't like for some reason I started thinking about it today and I was like, why didn't I take it? But there was a uh, a post where this girl said that her family did one of those like genealogy things mm-hmm. and they like they all thought they were Italian, but they're not. Huh. They're from like their family is like swedish or like norwegian or something and so she said that her dad was like devastated (laughs) devastated (laughs) yeah because like your whole identity is like taken away from you is it well you like (laughs) she was saying that they um like say words like over the top (laughs) yeah or like pronounce food words differently and she's like yeah like everyone at first they didn't want to talk about it and now they're like devastated (laughs) listen relax with your freaking i'm devastated oh wow you are the exact same person you were yesterday you just have different information like what do you mean you're devastated i would love for someone to be like hey your name doesn't have a hundred syllables in it now dj you now you can just go by I don't know. What's a super, like, white bread name? You can go by Scott now. Scott. Your name's Scott Smith. You're the whitest bread that's ever been bleached by the sun. You better stay out of the sun, actually. I don't actually. know if sun bleach, <laughs> or bleaches bread. I don't know. Do they use bleached flour? Isn't that white bread? I don't know. Doesn't matter. That's why people is, talk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> Um, I have no idea, but yeah, like it was just funny. Like I don't have anything more to add to it because I didn't save it, but I thought it was pretty funny. See, Joe Rogan posed the real question is how much, uh, African American does someone have to have in them before they're allowed to start using the N word? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Well, I'll go ahead and tell you that Joe Rogan doesn't have enough. Um, uh, okay, so here's something else. Um, like we saw that Saturday Night Live episode where, what is his name? Pete Davidson and some other people were singing a song about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Pete Davidson decided to get a tattoo of her on his shoulder with the crown. Mm-hmm. I, it's funny because I saw that picture and was like, is that supposed to be Fred Armisen with a crown? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Did you know he also has a picture of Hillary as a tattoo? That's hilarious. Yeah. He posted it on Twitter and then she responded back to it. 
and said, where were you whenever I was running for president? Pokemon go out to the polls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <oof>, Pokemon. <laughs> oh, my That's God. That's hilarious. Poor Hillary. <laughs> In other Twitter news, um, someone <laughs> wrote a tweet to Nick Kroll and said, hey, Nick, hey, at Nick Kroll, respond with anything and I'll make it my senior quote. And so he wrote back, High school is an emotional roller coaster. I will stay friends with the good people and move beyond the ones who make me sad. I want to thank the teachers slash coaches slash admin who tried to make school interesting. Thanks to my family for tolerating me as I figure out who I am. Peace and love. So I thought that was a nice thing to write back because he didn't have to do anything, not even respond or like it. Or he could have just been like, Put hashtag butts, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say this. <laughs> so he decided to take the high road. Road. Rolled. I don't know what I was saying there. Road. Um, on Thanksgiving, Jillian Anderson and her daughter tried to make a pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. And this is what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> like a pot pie? <laughs> yeah. Like, she wrote, how many Andersons does it take to make an inverted pumpkin pie? <laughs> and she posted a picture, which we'll post later. Like, it looks like a pot pie. And Jillian Anderson, for the uninitiated, is uh, Agent Scully. <laughs> yeah, from the X-Files. But you already knew that. You definitely didn't know that. We don't have any nerds that listen to this show. Eh. Except for us. Um. <clears throat> so, something else, like... Uh, another movie that we've talked about on the podcast a couple of times, which is one of my faves, and I'm going to let you guess which one. Were you listening to me? Uh, do I need to guess your favorite movie, Dirty Dancing? No, I said a movie that we've talked about on the podcast before. Wait. Uh, this isn't a trick question nope, nope. based on something we No, 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 no. I Wait a minute. It's uh, Roman J. Israel, Esquire. No, that's not one of my favorite movies. movie in the world. Back on the hate and Denzel Washington tip. I have to balance out the hate with the love for his son. Okay, well, guess what movie I'm talking about. The Book of Eli. Real movies that I actually like. You're not playing very well. Dirty All dancing. right, it's uh, Back to the Future, uh, since you're uh, <laughs> so good at this game. <laughs> um, <clears throat> By the way, Dirty Dancing is the right answer. We never, did we ever like, talk about Dirty Dancing on here? Uh, 100% we did. And even if we didn't, no one's going to remember. I will. No, you won't. You don't remember now. Because we didn't <laughs> talk about it. We've done enough episodes now that I promise you there is so much that we've talked about that we have forgotten. Do you know how many times uh, friends call and talk about like, hey, I just listened to episode three. What about when you said this? I'm like, yeah, I have no idea if I ever even really said that. I know theoretically you just heard it and I recorded it, but there's no way for me to know for sure if I said it. DJ, I feel like you're getting too big for your britches and I'm going to go ahead and say, Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> I will not. Yeah, you're already sitting. I'm already sitting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, BTTF. 
<laughs> um, <clears throat> so apparently a lot of people want that movie to be remade. And now I when say, you say, no! When you say a lot, do you mean like a person named a lot? Yeah. <laughs> like that is, no one wants that movie remade. That It ag- says... Of the 2,201 adults surveyed earlier this month, a whopping 71% said they would want to take another trip in the DeLorean with Doc Brown and Marty McFly. Yep, (laughs) Marty McCloud (laughs) of the McCloud clan. Yeah. (laughs) There can only be one. Oh, my gosh. He, by the way... I have something about the McClouds, too. You just said the golden thing about the whole... 2,200 people? So what? There's more than 2,000 people that I pass by on the interstate daily. Yeah, but they didn't participate in the poll. Right. Uh, So those people don't count. We can't even figure out how to vote right, so we're going to be able to vote. No. By the way, that's the worst idea that's ever happened. You can't. You just can't. You can, but you shouldn't. And I feel like I heard... Actually, I feel like I heard someone talking about that today, and Robert Zemeckis was like, wait, did he die? Who am I? Th- oh, John Hughes. That's who died. Robert Zemeckis was like, you can literally pry the rights to those movies out of my cold, dead hands. He's like, because <laughs> I will not sell that. You will Good. not remake this movie while I'm alive. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Duncan McLeod. What was the guy's name on the the Highlander, the movies? Is Duncan the one from the show? Duncan is from the show. I don't know the other one. Uh, there was, uh, Luce, Lucius. Connor. Connor McLeod. Lucius? Who's Lucius? Yeah, Lucius McLeod. From Empire. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'm sure that was, uh, Malfoy's dad. Uh, Draco's dad. Lucius Malfoy. Was that his name? I have no idea. It sounds Draco right, though, doesn't Malfoy. it? Draco Malfoy. Yeah, maybe. It sounds evil. It was one of them Potter boys. Anyway. No, he wasn't. He was a Malfoy. Yeah, but he was in the Potter movies. In the Potter world. Um, So I saw on a CNN tweet that Harvard and Yale scientists are proposing that we tackle climate change by dimming the sun. Wasn't that in one of those Highlander movies? Yeah. Like, I think it was the second one and everyone hated that guy for doing that. You know what's funny is we could dim the sun. We just need to get all those super volcanoes to start exploding in Yosemite and wherever else they are. And then uh, they'll block out the sun with ash. And then we won't have to worry about being hot anymore. It'll be soups cold all the like, time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how, like, how they're proposing to do it because I didn't read any more of that. Um, yeah, they're just going to be like, all right, everybody. Usually you're like trying to hide it or you're sitting down or whatever. But what we need everyone to do is as soon as you have to fart, just run outside and pull down your pants and shoot that toot to the moon. Like, why do you have to go outside? So that you get the full fart effect and it starts clouding up the sun. Methane. And yeah. (laughs) And uh, here you go. That's the answer. Fart. Fart to the moon. Well, isn't that something, too, that's, like, bad about factory farming because the cows fart a lot and it's, like, making a lot of methane? I don't know, man. <clears throat> I know that the cow farting and what the cow farts are doing to the to the atmosphere, uh, that I would imagine whatever that is doing pales in comparison to the just mass slaughter that happens to them. 
Mm. Like I'll I'll take a messed up ecosystem if we can find a better way to I don't know be more human. Yeah, grow some meat. Or I'll less some, human. <laughs> I'll be some grown meat, or I'll eat some grown meat. If you like in a it. in a like a science lab. Yeah, just give me a bag of ribeyes. Just like here's your here little kid. Here's your Capri Sun. Adult, here is your ribeye in a pouch. Drink up. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that just seems so weird. It and, is super weird. Like, does that meat have feelings? No, because it, it never had a brain, so I can't imagine that it had feelings. But it has as much feelings as, you know, you won't relate to this, but it has as much feelings as Oreo cream. Yeah, like, I won't. <laughs> there is no, uh, of course, we're going to find out. I, I feel like now people are going to be like, like, did like you a- know Oreo cream is made out of the bones of kittens? They just grind no. up kitten dry kitten bones. No, because my friend that was a vegan would eat Oreos because it's not like I don't think there's any dairy or anything in it. It's like sugar. By the way, nothing is funnier than Oreos being vegan friendly. Nothing in this world is funnier than that. Yeah. Because well. they're like, it, it, I don't know. To me, that seems bananas to be like, I can't eat an egg, but I can't eat an Oreo. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know. Like, I wasn't looking at the ingredients, but... I can't take a sip of that delicious moo juice with some chocolate in it, but one Oreo, please. I'm going to dunk it in plain water, because milk would be uncivilized. <laughs> yeah, but back to the Yale and Harvard people. <laughs> <laughs> It says it sounds crazy, but according to their research, it could actually cut the rate of global warming in half. Okay, the, uh, a guy I work with talked about when he was a kid, they had this grand idea to uh, throw ash or something like all over the polar ice caps uh, to like either stop them from melting or start them melting faster or something like that. Were these like people that. from the Ivy Leagues? I Maybe, probably, <laughs> like... Of course, I Did guess they now, try it? Did it work? I don't know. I know now it doesn't matter. You don't have to be from the any kind of Ivy League. You just have <laughs> to have a lot of money, and then you can just drill under a city if you oh, want like to. Oh, like Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm, I think I should... Uh, what was it? Uh, even better, a better example, is uh, other than Highlander, is The Simpsons, when Mr. <laughs> Burns literally put a shield in front of the sun, and people started like... Uh, getting vitamin D deficiencies and like yeah. becoming weak <laughs> because they had no sun. I mean, that would happen. Um, I already have a vitamin D deficiency. Uh, that's because take a supplement every day. It's Cause you're a woman. Women just, they cannot, they just absorb aren't. sunlight. Yeah. They're not supposed to be out there. They're supposed to be inside making my sandwiches and my casseroles, <laughs> your eye to it. <laughs> I don't know why you always go on these little rants. Because it's funny. Because I just, I always want to see your reaction and it never. Because guess what? I never make him a sandwich. <laughs> never one day Ever. in my life. <laughs> Unless he asked me to. Um, <laughs> but we don't eat bread anymore. Yeah. So we don't. <laughs> like I'll roll up some ham and cheese if he wants it. <laughs> He's not and getting a real an, sandwich. An olive in the middle with a toothpick through it. Yeah, fancy. Oh, that's fancy. You fancy, huh? And yeah. Um, speaking of fancy. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see that Snoop Dogg got a star on the Walk of Fame? Hey, Snoop! 
Yes, I did see that, and that's amazing. He deserves it more than anyone else. Snoop Dogg is the hardest working man in the biz ever. There is no one that works harder than Snoop Dogg. Name one person. Kevin Hart. Wrong. <laughs> Kevin Hart might work as hard as Snoop, but he, he's got years to go until he is as uh, prolific as him because there is just there's so <laughs> much media that involves Snoop the loop Snakes dog. On a plane. Dude. Uh what is it? Soul plane, is Soul that what plane, it is? Soul plane, yeah. Um wasn't he, pr- he in He probably went to go and see Snakes on a plane. He though, probably I did. I don't I, I was thinking of Soul Plane. Um was he in that one movie uh with Dave Chappelle? Uh, where the, like mm-hmm. about smoking weed. Smoke weed every uh half baked? Yeah, was he in that as like a, a side character? I feel like he was in there. Was he in Dukes of Hazard? <laughs> yeah, he was Huggy Bear, I think. Was he? Willie Nelson was in that. Um, That's too bad about him dying. He didn't die. George. All right. <laughs> I almost called him George Carlin, and that's why I thought he was dead. Yeah, that's got... a shame. George Carlin was good. Yeah. J- by the way, <clears throat> he's been an actor in 139 different. Let's see. What the was shizzle, the... my nizzle. Like, he just... By the way, it's ama- he's amazing, Snoop is, because he takes everything, I feel like, that's thrown at him, and people aren't like, you are a joke. He's like, nope, I'm... Like, for a long time, though, like, like in high school, I really liked Snoop. I think he came out when I was in, like, the seventh grade, and I remember a kid, like, jumping up on my desk and, like, singing... Um, what was his first song? Today was a good day. <laughs> no, is that Dr. That was Dre? Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I didn't even have to use my AK. <laughs> um, he was in Pitch Perfect 2. Was he? I don't know. I'm trying to think of the song, but I can't. But the kid like jumped up on my desk and started singing it. And uh, like... It was the beginning of my gangster rap <laughs> obsession. Gangster career. Well, that's when it was like big, and all those politicians. Was it like Tipper Gore or whatever? Tipper was like, Gore. Good God, the Gores have brought us nothing but misery. <laughs> well, they tried to take away our rap music, and we rebelled. <laughs> yeah, I rebel. We're like, we'll purchase these CDs with explicit lyrics. Like, dang it. But yeah, like I, I thought Snoop was cool then and like Dr. Dre was with him and that was cool too. And then like for a while it seemed like he would take any movie check that someone offered him and I was like, mm, I don't like that. It's kind of a sellout move. But then but then he was like, I'm sorry, I have all the money. You're welcome. <laughs> I have all the money now. <laughs> Who's a sellout? <laughs> I am. Yeah. By the way, yes. That's... <sighs> I but love Snoop. I love Snoop too, still. And um, like I didn't like that, but then I came back around and I follow him on Instagram and he's always like dancing and like singing on his thing. Like he'll like light a blunt and <laughs> start <laughs> dancing and um, like just having a good time. And I like it. I will say it seems like people have been bringing up blunts more and more lately like that. Just the idea of it has been coming up more and more in my life. And I will tell you, of all the weed things that I missed from back in the day, blunts are probably number one on the list. Really? 
Yeah, because they're like they combine two of my favorite things: smoking weed and smoking cigarettes. Because uh, I know it's not technically a cigarette, people relax, but it is tobacco in there. And man, if there's one thing I love to smoke more than weed, it is cigarettes. I love them. Oh my god. Yeah, like um, whenever I used to smoke jazz cigarettes, <laughs> um, it seems like we mostly rolled blunts or whatever, but it wasn't like we didn't use the tobacco. We just got rid of it and then filled up a cigar wrapper with weed. <laughs> it makes it nice and smooth, man. Yeah, like my favorite, even though it's like super cheap, was Swisher Sweets. Mm-hmm. Because like when you like smoke it, then it makes your lips like sweet after you're done you know what's funny is like apparently it was the like blunt roll or paper whatever of choice was the white owls and i never i don't think i ever i never rolled one up using a white owl i don't know if i ever i didn't either i don't think out of a white owl and man like everyone i knew after i stopped like their flavor of choice was uh peach peach white owls Hmm. and i was like man that sounds great (laughs) Like, let me get a pack of those zigzags. Let me get them zigzags. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was funny, too, because for the longest time, I used to get my balls busted hard because I used to smoke buglers, uh, which are the, like, roll-your-own cigarettes. Yeah. And, God, they're like, what, you want to? I'm like, listen, first of all, how am I going to learn how to roll better if I'm not doing it all the time? And second of all... I'm. I have the excuse now of smoking unfiltered cigarettes. Ugh. So get out my face. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> You're like cancer. Come on. Come on. <laughs> like a filter is not good. <laughs> no, a filter is are... barely anything. It's just like ugh. <laughs> but an unfiltered cigarette is even worse. Um, bringing it back around to Snoop Dogg because I was not finished. Snoop Dogg. Uh, whenever he got the star, he said, I want to thank me for just being me. (laughs) (laughs) You're laughing a little loud there. So I'm going to say it again. (laughs) I want to thank me for just being me at all times. So. Do you, homie? Man, that's so good. He's doing it. So, yeah. Hmm. Jazz cigarettes. I have a small update on one thing that we talked about last week. Uh, it's not much. It's just Bill Maher, whenever he was talking about Stan Lee or whatever. Or Sorry, I think that was more about Stan Lee devotees uh, and how, I don't know, he just thinks people should not be into comics once they are of a certain age. Uh, he basically went on, Larry, I almost said Larry David. What's his name? Larry King. Larry King's show that who even knows where to find that. Uh, But yeah, he went on Larry King's show and basically was like, "Uh, I mean, I don't know why people are saying this. It's probably because they're stupid and they should stop reading comics. He didn't say that, but he did basically just double down. Like, eh, I stand by what I said. You're all dumb if you're an adult in reading comic books. Which, as much as I don't like Bill Maher, I appreciate the double downing. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> Bill. Uh, because, like, if that gives someone some peace or joy, and they, they're like, you know what, instead of burning a cross in someone's yard, I think I'll read this comic book. <laughs> More power to them. <laughs> Wait, is it, where's the quote? Here it is. 
It says, but talk about making my point for me. This is Bill Maher. Yeah, I don't know very much about Stan Lee, and it certainly wasn't a swipe at Stan Lee. Yeah, fine. I'm an, I am agnostic on Stan Lee. I don't read comic books. I didn't even read them when I was a child. By the way, come on, son. He said that. He did. Yeah, exactly. But then he's like, what I was saying is a culture that thinks that comic books and comic book movies are profound meditations on on the human condition is a dumb effing culture. And for people to get mad about that just proves my point. Which I sort of agree with that and sort of don't. I agree with it in the sense that I love the fact that he's making people angry. God, I just love that so much. Anytime Why? someone, I just love the idea of someone getting so angry about comic books. Like to me, it's like the people that are getting angry, that are legitimately getting angry at Bill Maher. Like, hey, they are meditations. Like those are the people that didn't go to a college, but they follow the basketball or football team, and then get real riled up about it. They're like. I can't believe old, I don't even know, I don't even know a name to say. I don't know, I don't know stereotypical football or basketball <laughs> name. Uh, I can't believe they would say that this is his last year. He is a senior, he's going to be gone. Like, who cares? Shut up. Like, it's not, it's worth getting, uh, you know, maybe reaffirming how you feel about the thing and be like, hey, Bill Maher can't say that. Well, yes, he can. And if you don't think that that's what it is, then, you know, who cares? You're never going to talk to Bill Maher. Shut up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can tweet at him, maybe. He's uh, yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, you can tweet at him. And you know what he's going to do? Huh. That's someone I don't know. I will continue to not pay attention to that. <laughs> yeah. Or if he even looks at it. Shut up, Bill. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say it again. Shut up. <laughs> I see, it just proves my point. Anyone with the first He's never going to hear it. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, no, but like, like, why is he so riled up about it? Why does he even care if people like comic books? Who again. Built, yeah. Yeah. Again, like there's worse pastimes. Again, I think I, I don't know enough about Bill Maher. To know, like, I know I he's always been in my periphery. I feel like he's ugly. (laughs) 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 Well, I don't know if there's anything else to say. The man is ugly. (laughs) Um, do you remember when you used to say that to people just randomly? You'd be like, Hey, John, you're ugly. I used to think that was so funny because it's like so mean, but like for no reason. And it's so funny to do it to somebody that you like, especially, or that like you don't have like much, uh, much interaction with. Like to be to like go all out and be like, "Hey, man, you're ugly." All right, see ya. <laughs> Catch you on the never side. Yeah. <laughs> Um, back to Stan Lee. <laughs> um, like I saw this thing that says the uh, Black Panther costume designer. Um, I guess said about Stan Lee's like civil rights work that he was a trailblazer. Um, because like he made the Black Panther right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um. <sighs> 
sorry. I'm a little bit out of breath from laughing about the <laughs> ugly thing. Um, hey, hey, Stan, you're ugly. All right. It's in that he <laughs> called out racism for decades, openly discussing racism and bigotry in his regular column, Stan's Soapbox, uh, which was placed in the back of many Marvel comic books and ran since the 60s. So there's more to it than that, but... Like, that makes him even cooler in my book that he was like, this is wrong. <laughs> I think it was the Super Media Bros. They did a Stanley episode, and just their last episode that came out was the Stanley episode. Oh, yeah. That I listened to today. And I think it was them that was saying, like, uh, I don't, God dang it. I can't remember if they were quoting someone or if they were just saying it, but they were like, you know, if you look at Stan Lee. Like, he was a 95-year-old man. By all accounts, if you didn't recognize him and he was just an old man, like, you would be like, oh, it's probably just a racist old man. Yeah, because he's old enough to be part of that Super without people being dude. like, yeah, it's not normal. Yeah, they'd be like, he's 95. Just let him. Come on. I mean, he's a product of his time. <laughs> he says the N-word, but we can't change him now. Yeah, uh, but he was not. <laughs> but he was not that guy, which, but whatever. So, yeah, that just proves that you don't have, you, you know, if you say, oh, that's just the time they grew up in. No. <laughs> no, you wrong, can yeah. be better. It is possible. It actually gives me hope that those people that say, like, yeah, if you were back in the 19-whatevers, you wouldn't have stood up for any black people. You would have been like, you know, this is this is normal. Like, maybe not. There does seem like maybe not. Well, it seems like it would have been scary for those people too, like trying to go against a system that is um, like already well fortified um, of like people hating on people that they consider less than themselves. Are you a sympathizer? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> um, like the people that didn't believe that probably just, stayed to themselves because they didn't want to be hassled or harassed or have a cross burnt in their yard. Can I just say one thing too? I don't know that we, neither of us mentioned this really after that movie was over black Klansman, but like that made me very emotional. Like I like really couldn't talk for a minute. Cause I was like, I think I might start really crying here. Like really? not, not crazy, like uncontrollable, but I was like, not like Coldplay Yellow crying? <laughs> no, but I did have to take a couple deep breaths because I was like, uh, I was, you know, I said it to you, like, it was it was kind of embarrassing to watch because you're like, Ugh. like, I know that's not me. Like, I'm not like, you know, I, me or anyone I know, I don't think is like, you know, racist like that or, you know, had anything to do with any weird KKK stuff, but... Uh, I still look like those guys that were doing that. Like I could like the same way, like everyone that we saw, like those were people that exist today. Like those were actors that we are just like, yeah, that's just a guy that, Oh, he was cast in that role and he looks very racist because he's there <laughs> doing that thing. Topher Grace, <laughs> dude, Topher Grace. I love Topher Grace, maybe more than any of those uh that 70 shows kids that ever came out of that because he is so weird i read that after he did that movie he was like so bummed out about it that he needed something to like well to raise his spirits <laughs> up after so he decided to take the 
the Hobbit movies that had just been the Peter Jackson Hobbit movies and edit Michael them, Moore <laughs> and edit them all down and yes and edit them all down into a two hour movie like he does that by the way that's a, another side thing that you might not know about Topher Grace is he is like apparently a very accomplished editor uh <clears throat> He uh, like there are apparently these cuts of the prequel Star Wars movies that no one will ever see. But like he apparently took out all this, all the like extra stuff that he didn't think should be there. And like accounts of what he did to those movies are like, this is amazing. This is what these prequel movies should be. Uh, But we'll we'll just never see them. I, I don't know. It's just I just thought it was funny that his. Like, the way that we will go and, like, draw or podcast or whatever to be like, all right, I need to blow off some steam. He's like, I'm going to go and take these three movies that are, like, nine hours long total and try and edit them down into a one, two-hour movie. Like, <laughs> I would like to see those. <laughs> that would be like, amazing. Cause that, okay. Like, the saga has been shortened. That first Hobbit movie, the live-action one, it was terrible. It wasn't terrible, but, my God, we don't need a nine-minute song about washing the dishes there was songs oh my god there were songs come on son um is that the one where they had like food at denny's based around it mm-hmm. that was the <laughs> martin freeman hobbit joint mm. i mean i saw the first lord of the rings and maybe the second but i don't that's as far as the rabbit hole goes for me um what were we just talking about? But like the in that movie, like with those white actors, like it's weird to look at them like doing the parts and like saying racist things, but like thinking of the picture as a whole, they're telling a story of ugly things and someone has to play those parts. No, I agree. And I always think in those movies like uh when there's like white guys that have to play racist people, like I don't know how. Well, like uh, Django. Yeah, I don't know. Whenever Leonardo, yeah, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, like had a hard time, like he had like a meltdown or whatever because he didn't want to say some of the mean things he had to say, and Samuel L. Jackson was like, "Just do it, man. I mean, it's every other day for us. Like, just do the movie." Yeah. yeah, I don't know that that would. I don't know that I would take that as a great pep talk. I would yeah, be like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> I didn't do it justice because no, it's I, Samuel L. Jackson. I'm sure there was fire and brimstone. Yeah, but <laughs> and furious anger. Yes. No, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, guess what? You didn't have Sam Jackson in Black Klansman or whatever other movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's... you probably had Denzel Washington Offset. <laughs> And see, that's why I couldn't be in that movie because it would be like, "We heard your podcast. You mean it?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> I'm just joking." <laughs> they, it was a lot of money. I am not joking about my disdain for. Denzel but guess Washington. what? I could be in it because I love Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but like, sorry guys, we saw the Black Clansman, and that's what the podcast is about this week. Yeah. We keep circling back to burning crosses. Like, <laughs> which is not funny by any means, but like <laughs> um the fact that this seems like an overwhelming storyline right now. It's not it's well, just because we saw that and it's like 
okay, dick right now. Just to like spoiler alert the end because like there is like a you know I guess you could call it like a a payoff, a payoff or a shock ending or whatever. But it kind of goes right into uh, the KKK like going into their like final speech, and then the Black Panthers going into their final speech, and then it ends. It kind it starts to end with. The KKK yelling white power and the Black Panthers yelling black power. And then it just kind of like fast forwards to 2017, I think, and starts or 16 or 17 and starts showing some of the riots that were going on and all this like. Yeah. And like Virginia um, and Charlottesville. That where that was Charlotte. One of them was where the guy in the car, like it shows like the, the guy that like drives his car through this group of people and like he ends up killing this girl and the film is actually I should probably know this but the film is dedicated to that girl that died uh but it's uh I think that is what made me go from like this movie is making me feel very uncomfortable to very emotional is like when they just tied it into like more real recent events yeah uh that was like Oh, God. Oh, because that's what it was. It started with those freaking Tiki Torch toting nerds that were like, <laughs> well, we, uh, we, we really... stopped by the Home Depot on the way to the parade. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Which, by the way, seeing those guys, because I never really saw, I just heard about it, and I never really saw any video or pictures of those guys, you know, walking around with their little, quote, torches. Uh, and it's, uh, it is very disturbing. Like, it's not funny to see that. It was very disturbing. Like, yeah, it was, I guess, funny to see that they had tiki torches because that was the best they could do on short notice. But I didn't see that and think, ha, 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 those fools. I was like, this is a, a bunch of people that are very shockingly comfortable with being filmed and going out into public and, you know, saying terrible things and just letting everybody know, like, hey, man, in case you were wondering, this is me. Yeah, because it makes them feel powerful, like, because they're drawing power from the hate. I don't know. The the difference between hearing about it happening and seeing it, uh, even just a video of it, was just disturbing. Yeah, it's a lot, but sorry, like... <laughs> sorry, I'm embarrassed for some of the some of the folks. <laughs> um, again, get a hobby that's not hateful. Um, but I saw this thing that says that four thousand Swedes have had a hundred and eighty dollar some... microchips embedded into their thumbs. And they're called skirty dirds. That what? In the Swedish. Uh, anyway, like the the guy from the Muppets, the Swedish uh, chef. Oh, the chef. Okay, skirty I was dirt. like, what are you trying to say? Uh, <laughs> um. Now is this so that they can unlock their phones? It says the chips <laughs> have the capability to access homes, offices, and gyms with a simple swipe of the individual's hand. Gyms. Yeah, okay. like you know, if you go to the gym, they give you like a key. Or a pass. Sounds like a lot of trouble. Especially consider... Here's the problem with having a chip in your thumb. You already have a phone in your pocket. Right. Why can't you just get the all-purpose app that will let you 
get into your house. By the way, they already have the get into your house thing. You can get stupid Google Home, or I would imagine... Well, I know, I know for a fact, at least Google Home, you can have it set up to where you can just walk to your door and it unlocks for you and says, hello, Dave. Well, that makes me nervous, like I already told you. Um, <clears throat> because what if you're inside your house and you like walk towards your door and it's like, hello, Dave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you go to bed and your door's open and someone just walks right in. I'm pretty sure you could probably, I don't, we don't have Google Home, obviously, but I'm sure you could say, hey, Google. Line them nose. Lock them up. <laughs> um, it says also that the chips can also be used to store emergency contact info, social media profiles, and event tickets. So they're like, hey, man, is your cell phone too much of a hassle? Get this chip in your thumb. Yeah, and there's still bring your cell phone. <laughs> there's definitely not going to be a better chip in six months. So get this chip now. <laughs> yeah, in case you don't want to make a call. <laughs> That is, the, by the way, unless they put one in your pinky as well, so that you can literally be like, hello, I just put my head, my hand up to my head in the telephone motion. Like yeah, this. I don't know. Like, um, It says that people are more comfortable with that kind of technology there than they are here because they don't have to worry about as much like they're identity theft and such, I guess. Sorry to all Swedish listeners, but you guys are clearly dumber. At least in Sweden. <laughs> well, I don't know if they're dumber, but they have more of a sense of security when it comes to technology than we do. But that's not... Okay, having a sense of security for technology is different than having a sense of security to have someone install technology in your body. Like, it's one thing to say, like, hey, I need to be... uh I need my bones to mend or I need my heart to keep pumping or I need a new liver. Not, uh, I don't like carrying my cell phone anymore. So I'm sorry. Or I do go with their cell phone <laughs> anymore. That's not cool. Girl. Listen, if the Muppets can do it, I can do it. <laughs> yeah, but the Muppets were invented like a long, long time ago. I'm sorry. Are we saying that because it happened a long time ago, it's okay to be racist? No. Stanley? <laughs> no, we're not. But you are doing the impersonation. impersonation. I don't know if you know is. this. Swedish people, white. So I'm allowed to mock them. Oh, because you can't be racist to white people. Can't be racist to white people. That's my new Uh, favorite song. Okay, well, let's get over the racism for right now while we're podcasting. (laughs) You're bringing it down. You're bringing it down. (laughs) Um, Let's talk talk more about jazz cigarettes Uh (laughs) and how they're legal in Massachusetts now for recreational use. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, is that so all? when do we move in? Because I'm sick of this <laughs> dumb state. You want to go to Colorado or Mass? No, I want to go somewhere. Colorado seems like that's where everyone's going. Like, hey, we're all going to smoke all the time. I want to go somewhere like, isn't it recreationally legal in like Seattle? I feel like, like they're... Washington. Uh huh. I feel like they're already. Legit. I feel like they're I'd already like to go there very mellow. Because... There. Yeah. And progressive they seem. Um. But, like, there's some really beautiful places to see there that I would like to go to. Uh, are they weed the... shops? Are they beautiful <laughs> they weed shops? They are not weed shops. I'm sorry, coffee shops? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, the mayor or whatever of... Mass. Is it the mayor? No, it Massachusetts. Seems like... Well, state doesn't have a mayor. 
while the towns do or the cities, and this is it is Mayor Narkowitz. Uh, <laughs> shut up. That's legit. Narkowitz. That is not his name. It says it right here. Uh huh. Yeah. Mayor Narkowitz. I'm sorry. That article says the right it's the onion dot com. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> He's a narc. Yeah. But it doesn't even matter because it's legal, so he can't narc. Um, but he was one of the first people in line to go and buy uh, legal weed. And uh, he said he doesn't know if he's going to smoke it or just save it because it's a historical moment. So, Yeah, me neither. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy some to save and, so- and some to smoke. <laughs> some for now and some for later. Yeah. Uh, it's historic. Um. Yeah, you know it's funny. If we ever did move, I would want to move all the way to the other coast. I'm sick of this dumb coast. Yeah, uh, my uncle used to live in San Diego for a long time, and my mom said that he's a listener of our podcast. So shout out to Uncle Doyle. Sub Doyle. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but he lived there for a long time, and uh, when he came to visit us, he said that like it's kind of the same, except the weather's better and they don't have bugs like mosquitoes. So it sounds like one thousand percent better. <laughs> Yeah, and they just have like earthquakes and forest fires. We have like uh, I'll take it. Hurricanes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean we have I, hurricanes and vicious racists. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure not all of California is progressive, but um it seems like a lot of it is and they do like just for the weather and the no mosquitoes, I'll take it. I love that. Cuz mosquitoes not great. <laughs> Uh, who are you talking to? I work outside most days. I know all about mosquito horrors. Oh, yeah? Well, what about this? A man in a bear costume arrested for tearing apart tents on Black Friday campers. So those Wait. people were... <laughs> I don't know where that was, but there's a guy in a bear costume. <laughs> Oh, it's a guy <laughs> <laughs> like a big white like polar bear costume, and That's he amazing. like went and was destructive with people's <laughs> tents. <clears throat> but he did get arrested, so it's pretty funny. All right, kiddo, are you about done here? No, I have more stuff. Like uh, there is more. one more thing, and um, like we're not really sports fans. But if by not really you mean <clears throat> what am sport, then I agree. <laughs> um, did you hear anything about this? Like Dwight Howard, he plays for the Washington Wizards. I guess he was dating a trans, um, a transgender mm-hmm. guy. No, I didn't. Well, I didn't hear about it. No. And um, like. I guess they broke up, and the guy said that. Um, Which one? The hold on, because I don't want to say this wrong. Uh, vamp. <laughs> uh, did you ever see Interview with a Vampire? I did not see that. Uh, by the way, I always thought it was Interview with a Vampire. I think it's Interview of a Vampire, which is ridiculous. That. Yeah, I don't know. But this guy, <clears throat> that was a great movie, by the way. Um, but which one is it? Dwight Howard is the basketball player. And then the trans 
um, gender person is Mason Ella J. But apparently they broke up and then um, because that guy didn't want to, that guy, uh, Mason, the transgender person, didn't want to sign a non-disclosure agreement about their relationship. And so um, the basketball player pastor from his church started harassing and threatening the transgender person. And so there's a whole bunch, like at first he like said that he texted and like tried to get a hold of the basketball player and was like, Hey, can you call off the dogs? Uh, I don't want any trouble. And then like it kept on going and going and going until finally, like he said, he was like scared for his life. So he started posting on like Twitter and Instagram. And then, like, I have some of his, like, um. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure you should be saying her, but go ahead. Well, I don't know. Maybe I should. I don't know. Like, because in the article it says he. So, I don't know well, if that's. Well, where, where did the article come from? <laughs> you know what's funny is, like, I. Looking at all this nonsense now, like just sifting through all of this news to see what's what, I can almost pick a Fox News headline out of a freaking crowd because it just, just, I don't know, something about how they're worded. Like, I think there was something about like that I had about Bette Midler saying something about like, I don't know, she said something dumb about minimum wage. I was like, Bette Midler, aren't you a, a b- 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 billionaire? Why don't you relax about pretending you know how much a loaf of bread costs? Yeah, right. Um, no, like I saw a post on Twitter by, is it Camo Bell? How do you say Kumail his name? Kumal Bell. Okay. Like he posted something about how like, um, like people need to figure out how to be okay with their sexuality without becoming violent. And like crazy. And then someone was like, he wrote a few different posts about that. And then um, someone was like, oh, you need to check out what happened with Dwight Howard. Like, that's what all this is about. And so I just Googled that and this is what popped up. So like, it's just crazy because um, like if he hadn't been trying to keep it a secret, then it probably wouldn't have gotten out. Or maybe it would, but now it's like huge now. And at the time of the article, it said that uh, he hadn't made any comments in response. So, I don't know. Like, it just seems crazy that, like, if he did have a relationship with that person, that he would let someone, like, try to bully them into, like, keeping it a secret. But I guess it's not a social norm to date someone that's transgender or. Well, not if you play for the NBA, man. Like, are you looking it up or? I'm trying to find out right now. Dwight Howard's baby mother reacts to his trans woman sex scandal. No one cares. That's what she said? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, no one cares about it because I would imagine that this person is his ex. Yeah, so, it was. What do I care about what she thinks of his new relationship? Oh, I thought you were talking about the transgender person. Wizards Dwight Howard allegedly exposed by Mason Elijah. 
who claims to be his ex-boyfriend. See, I don't know. I wonder if it's worse, what is supposed to be said about this person. Like if they're supposed to be a he or a she? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know either. But we need we mean no disrespect either way, but um I mean full disrespect. I don't. Washington Wizard Center, blah blah blah. I was afraid to speak, but today who cares? Whatever. The point is is that Dwight Howard Go to hell, Dwight <laughs> Howard. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, come on, man. Well, I mean, listen, first of all, I mean, Dwight Howard is a douche for not calling the dogs off, but also, uh, this person is an idiot if they think that every professional, uh, sports or athlete in any game ever doesn't have non-disclosures for any of their girlfriends or, you know, girls that they hook up with or whatever. So why would this person think that they are somehow different or special? Like, I thought what we had was, uh, sign the paper, please. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you probably should get that sign before you start that relationship. And, like, it's like, uh, what is it? Uh, Tiffany Haddish has that joke uh, or that story. Oh, with Beyonce. Yeah, where she like can only tell up to the point to where she, you know, she signs the NDA and she's not allowed to talk about what they did, which makes the story even better because it's a great story that she tells up to that point, and you're like, "What in the world could it be? What did you do?" Like it makes you want to be friends with her to be like, "You could tell." Yeah, you can tell me, Tiffany. I'll sign an NDA, and then I won't tell. I'll sign all the NDAs. Uh, Yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, if Beyonce asked me to sign an NDA to, like, party. Son. Yeah, I'll sign all day. Come on, son. Yeah, ridiculous. Like, if we're just some freaking, you know, yokels in the middle of Florida, and we understand what the idea of an NDA is, and why someone who is famous and or making a a lot of money and like this person there was a an uh nba player that got uh fined a bunch of money because he got a supreme tattoo uh and you're not allowed to have tattoo you're not allowed to basically advertise for other companies when you're playing for the nba so they find him because they're like hey stupid you're not allowed to put a logo on you and us be able to see it. So, what about like shoes and stuff? That the, all those deals, I would imagine, are made through the NBA or whatever. I don't know. I'm just now I'm talking out of my butt. But all I know is is that if it's that strict, just for a tattoo on you that you may or may not even ever see on television, like what what would make this person think? Oh well, I'm I'm different. I don't need to sign this piece of paper because this person who is representing this company that is so strict <laughs> about yeah. even what you do with your own body, why would I have to be silent about what goes on behind closed doors? Uh, I think we all know why. <laughs> yeah. But again, I think you need to say that up front instead of like starting a relationship with someone and then being like, "Hey, you can't tell." <laughs> yeah, no. This guy's also a huge douche. Like for well that if, and then like having someone else like calling and harassing that person, not even you doing it yourself. Well, and it's not even someone that's like your manager or something. It's like 
someone from his church. Which, by the way, we should all find out what church that is and just call that guy. Be like, hey, man, how's it going? Uh, I thought you thought that we would be calling to harass you, but we all just want to know, what's your deal? What's your whole deal? Yeah. why are, are you jealous? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are you harassing this person? Um, it's just crazy. It is crazy. Speaking of crazy, it's crazy how long we've been talking. Okay, I mean, we can wrap it up. We do need to wrap it up. We I just really get do. so excited when we... That you just can't hide it? Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm, trying to I'm see. so scared. Ugh. <laughs> you know, I swear. It, it, that was funny for a long time, <laughs> but that time is over now. I don't care how much you laugh at funny. it. I think it's still In case no one got that, it's from Saved by the Bell. Everyone got it. Okay, fine. <laughs> Two-year-olds were like, we get it. That's just mean what you just said. Screech already. It wasn't How was screech, that Screech, it was Jesse and Zach. Who? <laughs> you know who. Uh, do you have any recommendations? I, I don't think I do. No, I don't really this week. Because um, it's been so, like, hectic with, like, holiday stuff and, you know, laying around watching TV during those days off. That I haven't had a chance to explore any new podcast or... No, but I also feel like, too, it's been like a... It was like a semi-hectic four days off. But then it's like seems to have all come... Oh, yeah, I can I can tell everyone this uh, sorrowful news that I got uh, first thing this morning is that one of the guys that uh, has worked with me at my company for... He's been there for like 30 years, and I've worked with him for over 10. Uh, I found out that he had a heart attack and died on Saturday Saturday night or, sun, or somewhere into Sunday morning. And uh, I also found out that he, you know, his brother and his dad never had a funeral, so he might not have one either. Oh, uh, wow. So... Uh, yeah that's so sad which you know i guess funerals and all that are for us not for them clearly because they're dead but um but it seems wrong not to have one i guess well i mean because i thought maybe they did it because of money but apparently his dad and his brother they didn't want a funeral they were just like throw me in the box and get me in the ground oh wow so i don't know if he wants that that's what he wanted to like it's too soon to know but uh, there you go. And that was just, that was probably like the least crazy news that happened that we're definitely not going to go into, but I will go into my, uh, my recommendation. It's going to be a quick one. It's the show. It's different. It's, it's a audio drama and it's called Limetown. And if you've ever listened to the serial podcast, the one with, the uh, Koenig, I can't remember her first name now. Sarah Koenig. Uh, you know, she's they're, they're on like season. Anyway, Limetown is it's an it's not it's a fictional audio drama, I guess. But it kind of like starts out like serial-esque. Like it's a it's like a reporter doing a like an expose on this town, Limetown, that for some reason, you know, ten years ago, three hundred people just disappeared out of nowhere. And no one can figure out why. And then suddenly, you know, one of the people shows back up again and they want to talk to her. And uh, I don't know how to... I don't know how to talk about this show without giving everything away. 
the only thing I will say about this, if you do give it a chance, uh, get through. For me, I'm always weird about like first episodes, and the first episode for me was kind of hard because I was like, it almost sounded just like a a cheap ripoff of cereal, and I was like, all right, come on. But then by the time you get to the end of episode one, you're like, all right, all right, let's see what you got going on. And they ask, I will say this, they ask a lot of questions in this season one of this show. I think it's only like 10 episodes. And they do answer some of the questions that you want answered, like some of the bigger questions that you want answered. Uh, And that is something that I like about shows like that because normally it's, Oh my God, season one, Get we have all these huge things that are going to happen. Stay tuned to season two to see if we might maybe answer them at the end. So, I don't know, you're looking at me crazy, which means I haven't... Uh, I was just daydreaming. I just haven't gotten my point across well. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to listen to that show in spite of all the things I've just said, <laughs> uh, Limetown, listen to it today. Yeah. Like today I was thinking of like doing this and um like why we picked our name for our show or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um like I'm going to go ahead and tell that story really quickly. It's just because like we used to make a joke about things being to the untrained eye. <laughs> like we used to say that all the time just because it was funny to us. And um like we don't have any kind of special training about talking about like media events or just like our personal stories or uh, our opinions or anything. But like doing this podcast, I feel like um, I think we're learning a lot more stuff and I feel like I'm open to more like things than I was before because I didn't need to be like, but now like doing this, like I don't want to sound like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I need to learn things. Um <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I think I'm becoming more aware. Yeah. Like, oh, we've said so many dumb things and like, we'll beat ourselves up about it. uh, Listening back like, oh, stupid. But like now I'm starting to get okay with that and like be more comfortable with being like, hey, who cares if I said something stupid? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, one, it could be hilarious or (laughs) like two, like if I realize it, then maybe I can learn from it. So like, I, I think this... It's still really fun and awesome, and uh, like I, I think it's helping us learn and be more woke. I guess. Well, I don't. Yeah, maybe woke. I I don't know. I I don't. Just to show my age even more, I don't know if I fully understand what it means to be woke, and I don't know that I want to be it. Like I don't know if it's just some like platitude that people say. Oh, you're not woke enough. Like, all right, relax. Does that mean I'm not dope enough? Does that mean I'm not? I'm I, whatever. Uh, I no, I don't think that's what it means. <laughs> whatever. All I know is is that I think the way that it helps both of us is like I don't know if you how specific you want to get because I don't know if you want to talk about it ever again. But like when we were talking about a certain group of people that you had. <laughs> no, one... I don't want to talk about it again. <laughs> well, okay, then I'll just say it like this. Just uh, say whatever you're gonna say. I was just. No, no, I was just going to say, like, um, sometimes it's, things aren't as cut and dry as they seem in, like, one art, I, I, 
I think the best way to say it is it doesn't hurt to be skeptical. Like just because you read something convincing in an article, uh, even if it comes from a reputable source, or yeah, mean, even if we told you. <laughs> de- by the way, definitely if we told you, <laughs> if you're if you hear something on this show and you're going and telling people just wholesale, not even googling it, you're a moron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're a moron and you're one of our favorite morons we love you the best <laughs> i mean it's so hard these days to like find news that you can trust really because like everything is like um like spun in a direction that fits whoever's the problem narrative. Is, is there's n- i don't know if there ever will be but there's no one place where you're going to be able to go and get quote-unquote news like you the only way to get even a partial picture of it you're seeing nothing if you read it from one source source. if you read it from five sources you get a sliver of the picture but at least you've got something so that's the sad part of it is like there is no it's basically depending on how you want to live your life it's basically just skimming until you find something that's interesting to you and then just following that thread there is no like oh i found these five different things that uh, they've really caught my interest and i want to know about them nah dude you need to read five articles about the one thing on that list and then uh by the way i like how we're talking about being almost investigative journalists at this point (laughs) All right, this show is over. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think that, but I just feel like um, like I've definitely gone so- down some rabbit holes where I've been like bamboozled and then felt like a complete idiot for it. So, yeah, like don't just look at one source like don't you said. Don't take our word for it. Read it for yourself. Yeah, we did pick the untrained eye for a reason. <laughs> like the man Burton said. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I have a really good time doing it. And uh, like... Yeah, thanks for listening to us, like sorting it out and trying to uh, speak better. And um... <laughs> I speak the most best. Yes, the most best indeed. So again, thanks a lot, guys, because um, we really do appreciate you guys listening to us every week or every other week or whenever you have the time. And I will put this this call out that I'm scared to do, but I'm going to do it anyway. If you have a thread you would like us to follow, email it to us at untrainedipod at gmail.com. And we will talk about that thing, but and I'm talking to one specific person right now. You have to email it to us. You can't text me, Todd. (laughs) (laughs) You can't call me. You have to email it. Are you sure me. you don't want him to f- send it in the Facebook message nope. like message group? <laughs> nope. I want to feel special. I want to get a, a wanna, personal email. Uh-huh. To untrainedipod at gmail.com. Uh yeah. By the way, here is what I would really enjoy personally. Uh send us something that isn't political. <laughs> This is my call to everyone. If you have something you'd like to hear more about that's not political or just fun, uh, here's what we'll close on. Uh, The Lion King trailer. I want to see it. Yeah, it looks really good. Like, (laughs) I saw a thing that showed the cartoon version of it um, next next to to the 
what are they calling it? It, whatever they're it, they're saying don't call it live action and to me calling that movie live action is a uh what's the word that's a uh like giving the animators a high five you're like uh what is it why can't i say the word a compliment that is why okay. can't i say compliment that i is have the, no idea that is the highest compliment to those animators to say that oh you made this live action movie like yeah we did <laughs> yeah i mean uh, it looks really good though and isn't Seth Rogen going to be Pumbaa? Listen, Seth Rogen, Donald Glover, others. James Earl Jones. Come on, son. Come on. I'm sad, though, that Whoopi Goldberg isn't going to be Shinzi. You should be more sad that <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas isn't going to be adult Simba. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh whatever i think i said all the stuff oh yeah untrained ipod at untrained ipod instagram twitter you know the gmail address rate and review us on itunes that is so great that you've done that yeah thanks. much appreciate um that's it also uh you can also email us your what should our sign off be i had got one suggestion but i'm not using it what is it todd no he <laughs> He said we should use our old one. Uh, well, the one we used like twice. Like, hey, see you next Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Big eyeballs indeed. I mean, I thought that was really funny and clever at the time, but I don't, I don't know if that's appropriate. Maybe that's why we should use it. All right, everyone. We'll see you next Tuesday. See ya. Goodbye. Goodbye.